Hey, this is Neil, and welcome to episode three of Lab Notes. I'm here with Jared. Good to be here, guys. On this episode, we have Garrett from Grand Finals Gaming joining us. We are going to be covering a couple of topics today. First and foremost, starting off with what's going on at the lab this month. You're listening to Lab Notes by Play Labs, where we focus on gameplay, communication, and wellness. Let's get to the lab. Uh, we got some really exciting stuff coming up here in October, including the after-school youth program starting in the first week. We've got a smash event that registration is open for. So if you haven't signed up for it, head on over to Twitter, Facebook, Discord for Play Labs, and you can check out the link to sign up for that. It is limited to 32, so get signed up for it if you want. And we also have the Grand Finals gaming event that's going to be another fighting game community thing. We're going to get into that in a little bit with Garrett. And then we're going to delve a little bit further into what we talked about on last week's episode with just the, the cavalcade of all these game releases coming out. What's the strategy with the after-school youth program uh, starting next week, right? So, yeah, If you guys have been listening to the Lab Notes podcast, you have heard a lot about this program and you might feel like you're missing out, but we're going to double down and talk a little more about it. It is for kids enrolled in the after-school youth program at the Hawk. That is a bunch of middle schools, three of them in the area, bus kids here to the Hawk. It's 60 or 70 bucks a year, a real bargain, and they can come any number of times a week. And for kids that are in that program that are 13 or older, they can sign up on a weekly basis with the Hawk. So you talk to Lysel or, or whoever you know there that's running it, and they will help you get signed up so you can come and be one of the 10 kids that get to come to Play Labs on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday and participate in our structured gaming events. Do you know which games are going to be part of that? At this point, we're definitely leaning towards Fortnite is going to be a big one. We're looking at Valorant as well. That's popular with that 13 to 15 age group. And as for the third game, it's kind of up in the air. We might try some new stuff, some Rocket League, some League of Legends, give these kids a chance to try games that are only for PC that they may not have opportunities to play at home. Ah, good call. Good call. Cool. So the the 10 players, that's they're using our... our 10 PCs here, right? Not, uh, it's not going to be console, not going to be uh, mobile or anything like yes, that. Yes, right? yes. Everything will be on PC. If they want to play controller with games like Rocket League or Fortnite, they'll need to bring their own. Uh, you just bring your controller with a charging cable, just like you're coming into Play Labs for any other event or flex gaming. You just come in with a controller, a cable, and you plug it into the desktop. It's super easy. You don't have to crawl under anything, and you're, you're good to go. So, and for those of you that still want to come into Play Labs and participate in stuff and, and enjoy flex play, you still can. Well, that's going on. We do have 10 PCs that will be available for people to still use during that, like, 3 to 6 period on those Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Don't see a lot of traffic on those days, but we got some regulars that like to pop in from time to time. Oh, cool, cool. So it's not like the place is closed or anything like that. Right, right. Time. It's not a private event, so you'll actually get to see some action in here, and if you want to... I'm not going to say learn from the best with the, the 13 to 15 year olds that are going to be playing, but there are some really talented players in that group and, and some of them might just be sitting at home and missing out on an awesome social opportunity. Cool. Awesome. That, that sounds like a ton of fun. It sounds like it's going to be great for the kids that are coming in here and at the Hawk anyway. Uh, it'd be good to see, have them come on up here and, and check the place out. So you mentioned Smash as well. What's, uh, what's up with that? Yeah, so I'm sure any Smash player in Michigan that's you know, in the community and involved, they know Big House is coming up. And while Play Labs isn't hosting it specifically this year, we might look to in the future or be a major sponsor for it. 
looking at next year, mm -hmm. we're running a warm-up event for it, essentially. So all those serious or semi-serious or casual players that plan on going to Big House or maybe are missing out on it, you'll have an opportunity to come here on Thursday, October 19th. Again, that sign-up is on our Twitter, Facebook, uh, on our Discord as well. And they'll have a chance to come out here with the doors opening at 5 o'clock that day for the event, and the bracket starts at 6.30. So it's 32 players that will run through a, a double elimination, just singles bracket, and we'll see who comes out on top and maybe win a little bit of money. Not as much as you could take home at Big House, but hey, it'll be a great opportunity to warm up against high-quality players here in Michigan. So if they're coming in for Big House, they can either come in a day early or that evening if they're in that morning, plan to come on out to play lab. So I guess they just need to make sure they register in advance, right? That's the big yeah, thing. yeah. That's that's the go-to. We always yeah. recommend registering in advance. Of course, if you hear about it last minute, or maybe you're hearing about it last minute on the podcast and it's already filled up, you can still come to play labs that day. Pop in a little early. We'll open at three. If you want to play some friendlies before the bracket happens, you can do that. Uh, we really aren't going to go over the thirty-two. We just don't have the time to run a large-scale right. bracket, but. If you want to come and check out the competition and hang out and maybe grab some food from concessions and just have a good time, you know, come by, bring a setup if you want. We'll provide you with a monitor and you can sit down and play against some people while they're waiting and working through the bracket. It's like Little Big House, right? Little Big House. I like that. We should have went with that <laughs> name. Darn it. <laughs> want the lab to yourself? Host a private party and get exclusive access to our entire 3,000 square foot gaming lab for your birthday party, bachelor or bachelorette party, or company event. Visit playlabs.gg party to book today. Use the promo code podcast for a $50 discount. Today, joining us on the podcast is Garrett from Grand Finals Gaming. Garrett, good to have you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about who you are, maybe go through some of your history with gaming and how you ended up where you are today. All right. So uh, growing up, I was one of those kids that was only allowed like half hour to one hour on the game a day kind of thing. Um, and then as you know, as I got older, I, I always got hand-me-down consoles. Um, so it was like an N64 to a PS1, and then I finally bought a PS2 because I wanted to get Tekken 5 because at the time I was really big into, uh, into fighting games at that point, thanks to the uh, Tekken 3 cabinet at the, uh, the ice rink. Okay, okay. Um, and so that's kind of how it, it, it formed was, was through that. Um, and then I finally bought my own PS2, like I said, for specifically for Tekken 5 when that came out. Um, and then it just kind of went from there, started, you know, ha having my own money, so kind of was able to uh, explore different games and whatnot. I had a roommate in college who was part of the Chicago FGC, and he was like, you got to check out this thing called Combo Breaker. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll go check it out. So me and one of my friends um, took the drive down there uh, by ourselves and checked it out and that was like one of the craziest things I'd ever seen because like I said I had no idea other people played fighting games so to see thousands of people there like specifically to play fighting games for the whole weekend I was like wow I had no idea this was a thing and at that time I was running music shows so booking music shows running those events mostly raves and stuff in like Ann Arbor Ipsy area I was like you know what? why can't we do this you know, at, at a smaller scale. Right. Um, so uh, the original idea was to open up a gaming center, kind of like Play Labs. Um, but that requires a little bit more money. And we also didn't know that if there was a market for that at all. So we're like, all right, let's just start off by throwing a tournament. And our thing was if, if two people we don't know show up and play each other, 
that's a success. So we did what we could, did all the research, got all the gear, all that stuff. And I was, uh, I used a venue that we were throwing shows at at the time. So we basically were hosting in a nightclub. Um, so that people apparently like that because of the bar and, and the, you know, sound system, the extra room, all that stuff. So like I said, we were expecting two people and we got 40. Definitely was not expecting that. But, you know, we, we learned from our mistakes and then learned from our mistakes in the next one. And yeah, it's kind of even where we're at now is just trying to improve on what we do even, you know, four or five years later. So at that time when you ran that first event, were you guys, were you Grand Finals Gaming then? Or, or, yeah. Or how yeah. did that name come about that was also i i partnered up with an old friend who also played fighting games um he's a big mortal Kombat guy and uh that that was kind of our thing hey he was kind of the more creative side of things he came up with the logo he came up with the name he started the the website and and all that stuff so he i don't know how he came up with that i remember just him shooting names at me and it was like, does this work? Would this be cool? And I'd have to like hit Google. Ah, oh, that one's taken. Ah, oh, that one's taken. And then we finally hit Grand Finals Gaming, and we're like, why is that not taken? Hey, so naming stuff is sometimes the hardest part. Right, exactly. So we're like, that's really catchy. We can shorten it to GFG. Let's make a logo that you know represents that. Um, so that's how the name came about. It was just kind of spitballing different ideas. Nice. I mean, well, do you do you personally have a moniker that you go by other than Garrett? Everybody has gamer tags. And I just use my music artist name, which is Techmaster T E K M A Z T E R. So okay. every time I go to a tournament with Techmaster on the back of my shirt, everyone's like, "Oh, you think you're the master at Tekken?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> it has nothing to do with that." So how did that name come about? That I know you said it's music related. Yeah, another friend came up with that one because we were going to be a, a DJ duo at the time, and we were into this artist uh, called Showtech. So he. Took took the TEK out of that and then I think it, we were the tech masters at one point okay and then he kind of dropped out of the idea and so I was like I'm not I don't want to come up with a new name so then obviously grand finals gaming and play labs mm -hmm. uh how did how did that come to fruition I mean this clearly isn't really a, a fighting game venue but it is a really right. cool venue that fighting game events have happened at um yeah how, how'd you find us and and what made you decide that hey grand finals gaming and play lab should do something together because i think people would like to come out here yeah so um that came about because i just i don't know someone might have shared it or something on twitter or facebook like one of the social medias of like the blueprints or something like the the 3d model of, of what was happening here and i know people like really dig the aesthetic of of that kind of vibe of like an e-sports kind of themed area versus like i said a nightclub with some monitors sure um so i saw those blueprints and i was like this is awesome um and then i don't think there's much news after that for a little while because i know you guys are putting everything together and then i saw some of the progress pictures a little bit later on and i was like all right now's a good time to reach out why not you know shoot shoot the shot and, and see what happens um and it's worked out pretty pretty darn well so far People love it here, especially, like I said, the aesthetic. I've heard multiple people say, like, it feels like I'm inside of a gaming PC because of all the cool lighting. You know, you guys keep the, the, the overhead lighting off and, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of the, all the ambient lighting. So it really sets a mood for the gamers. You know, very, very cool vibe all around. And obviously, you know, having the dual monitor setups, people really like having their own monitor, not having to, like, sit right next mm -hmm. to somebody the whole time. So, and, and high-end everything. Top-of-the-line monitors matter more than you 
guys know because fighting game players are pretty picky when it comes to that stuff. So definitely, yeah. So the, definitely the vibe, the lighting, the space for sure. Just having space for people to sit around and stand around without you know shoulder to shoulder crowding. What about the the location? Do people feel like it's a good location? I know I've been told it's pretty central, smack in the middle of everything. Right. Yeah. That's another big thing too, especially for the people around the Detroit area for whatever reason don't like to travel very much. So very very good location for our biggest market which is the Detroit people um, so they had no complaints in terms of location there um, and even from people from uh, other parts of the state have said this is a cool spot talking about play labs and grand finals gaming and we kind of started brainstorming okay you know what can we do here that's completely unique from any other tournament that's happening around the state um, so that's where uh, I came up with the the idea for the the tournament name is for the fun of it and I did some some asking around too uh, about you know what do people want in, in a tournament that's not usually supported at others the whole idea for that tournament came about because last year we did a uh, so many tournament names. Oh, it's called Wildcard. Um, we had Junk Food Arcade sponsor it, um, give us some, some some prize money. We were able to make the game fees free. Um, so the, the whole thing was kind of a gimmick tournament where all the games were random select. So you couldn't pick your character. You had to just hit the question mark and mm -hmm. hope, hope you uh, got someone you knew how to play as. And so... I think everyone had a blast with that. People were, you know, laughing and smiling and, and not crazy hardcore competition was going on. And then people started asking, you know, when are you guys going to do that again? So I was like, all right, Play Labs is the perfect opportunity for that because, you know, everything else going on around the state is serious competition. So it's like, all right, let's have something that's a little bit loose, you know. So that's kind of where the, the thing came from of, you know, random select brackets, small team battles, stuff like that, offering casuals for the whole time. So even if you don't want to come and compete, you can still come and, you know, play the games you want to with people who also want to play those games. So um, I think that's a good blend of both casual and uh, competitive while still, you know, just keeping it fun, hence the name for the fun of it. You know, no one's no one's coming in here trying to, you know, win the tournament and pop off and, you know, go crazy sure, like that. It's sure. just like, you know, people, especially with these new games coming out, that people, there's some people who are new to it and are like, you know what, I don't, I don't think I'm good enough for a big time tournament or anything like that, but I want to play with other people. That's why we're offering the casuals all days. For, for people like that who aren't quite ready for competition or don't think they're ready for competition, kind of want to see where they, where they sit on that. So where would they go to sign up? Yeah, it'll be at uh, grandfinalsgaming.com slash events. It'll have a list of everything we have coming up up until next August, actually, so... And you'll scroll down to see uh, the for the fun of it. Sign up page will be there. Can you provide any insight as to you know why why is there a venue fee and and what's a game fee, especially for people that might be coming out to an event for the first time or mm -hmm. they're just trying it out? Just a little insight into into what those fees are okay. and what they pay for. That was something that we didn't know about at our first event, ironically, because you know throwing music events it's like all right you pay 10 bucks at the door have fun um so for prizing we just kind of wrote checks for 50 bucks for the winner hey you know for for the first event and people are like what in the world is this so i've been there not knowing you know what the fees are what they you know, what they mean why you're paying this why you're paying two separate fees um so basically the venue fee is it's basically you paying to use the space 
but that's to keep the doors open at these kind of places, you know. So the game fee is usually five to ten bucks, and that will go towards the players themselves. So, you know, the venue doesn't take any cut of that. That goes into a, a prize pot, which then is kind of divvied out at the end um, based on how many people sign up. All that money for the game fee will go back to the players or the winners. Typically it's top three, sometimes it's top one. So the game fee is, is a necessary thing to get people in the door because you know people want stakes right when they compete so that's what the game fee is is all about and when it comes down to a game fee and venue fee you kind of you know you get what you pay for if you put it everything into it so you know if you come you compete you lose and you leave you're not using the full twenty dollars you could stick around and socialize or play casuals or stuff Mm -hmm. like that that's another thing that that people kind of don't take into consideration sometimes is like we have this place for six hours you know you don't have to just compete you know um sometimes go downstairs get some food come back up and just chill um and sometimes if the tournaments get done early then you know all the setups are available to play with other people that are already here wanting to play the game some more so or you know you can get that run back with the person that beat you in tournament (laughs) or right play casually where you can kind of you know take notes back and forth about you know your characters or stuff like that so we just wanted to provide some clarity for people that might have issues i know a lot of you don't so if you (laughs) skip this segment uh and you happen to skip to this exact spot in the timeline then hey congratulations you don't win a prize but you could say you did we want play labs to be the spot where it's a little bit more different than your typical tournament um, so I know people want to see stuff like team battles, you know, um, we, a few years ago we had Grand Rapids versus Detroit six or five V five, um, in, in Mortal Kombat. So with a new Mortal Kombat out, you know, we're looking for a, a kind of a run back or Detroit monster revenge. So something like that could totally maybe happen. Maybe get here. a couple other teams, you know, right, have, yeah, have it, players from whatever city they exactly. want to come and rep, you know, get four or five other players from from whatever city you're in and come and rep your town at play labs and some kind of tournament like that. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, So like I said, open to any ideas, you know, we're, we're open to, to, to whatever people come up with. That's like I said, a little bit more unique than the, than the normal tournament. Cause I know there's, there's plenty of that going on. We want to be something a little more uh, different compared to that and have play labs be the home of, you know, the, the different tournament or, you know, the, the more serious competition, some more high stake stuff and some more low stake stuff. So, well, then I guess as we're going out, um, just one more time, remind us of the, the date and the time we're looking at. That's going to be for the, the event we have coming up. Yes. October 15th. Um, I think doors open at one. We usually have about an hour of casuals slash warmups beforehand. Um, kind of people can mingle and, and, and whatever. And that'll be uh, Street Fighter Six Team Battle. So there's a team battle mode built into the game where you pick three characters, only one round per character. Um, so that's a little different, you know, try out different characters because um, most people are just character specialists. So right. changing it up to being able to play three in a competitive realm is, is, is definitely different. Um, and then we're doing a random select tournament for the recently released uh, Mortal Kombat 1 cool. as well. And then, like I said, we'll have casuals from the moment we open doors to the moment we close them. So plenty of games to be played, plenty of setups to be played at. 
Um, so it should be it should be a good time with a lot of a lot of fun, low stakes competition and plenty of casuals to go around. So awesome! If anybody is interested in that event, you can go to grandfinalsgaming.com forward slash events and you'll find it on there. It'll take you to the registration page that's on Start GG. Yep. Take care of paying ahead of time. Bring your friends. Bring your family. And that's going to be on October fifteenth at one o'clock. And it'll run until 6, so it won't eat up all of your Sunday. You can come and have a good time. Garrett, thank you for joining us. It was it's great having you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This podcast is produced by Podcast Nation. Just like great gamers are made at Play Labs, great podcasts are made at Podcast Nation. Visit us at podcastnation.com to learn more. Now I, I say we get a little bit into what we were talking about last week with all the game releases coming out. I think Lies of P is out now, is it not? I believe it's out. There's an update, a huge update for uh, Cyberpunk. Some of the sports games have been released, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think the bigger thing that I'm thinking about, my time is limited. It's a situation where I'm, I have to be selective about what I'm playing, right? I can't play everything uh, as a matter of fact I, I just looked at my library the other day i have um i own 1600 games <laughs> it, it's not even possible to play that many games it's just more coming out every day right do you, do you find yourself pre-allocating time with games that aren't even released yet a- absolutely what i do but uh, you know liza p was one of those things i'm like all right well that wednesday i literally put it on my calendar <laughs> six to nine the Wednesday after the release, and, and, and I, you know, I'm not strict about it, right? It's not like I'm going to start at six and end at nine or anything like right, that. Right. But it's one of those things like, you know, I have a family and businesses and a friends and, and all that stuff. And I need to basically say, all right, I have to allocate this time for myself to get into this game. And, and do you do that? I mean, do you pick a time to go, hey, I need to be left alone. This new <laughs> update came out or whatever. Yeah. I set aside time every day in addition to uh, to trying to, to be fit and be healthy and, and take care of friends and, and all these things, you know, were to give everyone a little insight into, into what my life is like in addition to, to being the GM here at Play Labs. When it comes to, uh, to just setting aside time and really embodying what Play Labs is about, which is gaming better and doing it in a healthy way where you can actually use it to teach life skills and be competitive. I try to I try to live that myself. You know, I'm in the gym four or five times a week. When we're closed on Mondays, I'm usually going out to see friends. And every night when we close the door here, I go home and I'm usually playing video games. Yeah, it's a it's a strange thing, right? I, I you know, to all the haters that that have some excuse as to why gaming is this or that, I mean whatever. I mean <laughs> you can you can find fault in anything. So Hey, if that's your gig, then whatever, find fault in what you do for fun, too. The real question, and we're hoping that uh, all of our community members can hop in on our Discord here and jump into the podcast channel and let us know what they think. Are there too many game releases? You know, Don't hang me out to dry or anything like that, but is there such a thing? Too many releases or too many games to play or they come out too fast and you can't keep up with them? I think there are too many game releases personally, and I just I like the patch uh, approach to any game where, hey, every two or three weeks, we're going to work some stuff out, work some new stuff in, and that's easy to handle because it's small and you can absorb it all. 
all the people working on these games, right? There's nothing, I'm not saying anything about that. And I know that, well, hey, if there are less releases, there are less people working on games and that's less jobs and whatever. Uh, you could go any way you wanted with these things. But I think from a player's perspective, there is something for everyone, right? And there's nothing wrong oh, yeah. with that. But it, it's it's almost getting into a money grab situation, right? We're just going to keep releasing things and try and get as much money from everybody that we possibly can. I have nothing wrong with GTA V being 10 years old. Nothing at all. People are still playing it. People still A lot of people play it, right? And it's definitely made up plenty of money for them. There's no doubt about that. Do you really need that many game releases? If that's an example of one that if they release it every five to eight to ten years, is it such a big deal? You know, am I going to be upset that I only have seven game releases in my lifetime? If that's, you know, that kind of thing. I, I don't know. I, I think it's a I really like to get everybody's feedback on it and, and see what they have to say. So so jump on in and, and let us know. And uh, in the future episodes, we will uh, circle back around to this topic and see what uh, everybody has to say. Sounds like a plan. All right. Game on. Thanks for listening to Lab Notes. Visit playlabs.gg to find out more about our programming and schedule. Be sure to join our Discord and pop into the podcast channel to ask us questions or tell us what you think. See you next week. Game on. <laughs>